Mindset to Mike. Can you imagine what your life can be like? We're talking growth and development, tools, tips, tricks, habits and routines proven by the highest performers in the world on the mind and body. Success starts with the mindset and you can do it too. Let's go. Hello, good morning, good afternoon, good evening. Mindset to Mike, episode 20. Jimmy Savikovich over here. Oh, phone down. What's up, everybody? You got Drew over here. Welcome back to the show. Thanks for tuning in. Hope you enjoyed episode 19. We are on 20 now. We're just flying through them, man. No, I'm fire. I'm not messing around. Changing the world, baby. I love it. If you guys, if you guys didn't know, I, we always forget to say this and forget to share it. I'm gonna have to do that, but uh, we're posting the YouTube videos of these things, so um, it's not a ton to look at other than two pretty looking MFers just chit chatting. Um, but but it's kind of cool. So we're posting the videos on YouTube. You can go and if you wanted to kind of get the video going instead of just listening to the podcast, you could check us out that way and see our pretty mugs talk ish back and forth subscribe on that bad boy you'll get the updates on the episodes as well as when we upload videos for like the challenger boy series or anything else we got going on too so you'll see that all that there as well yeah man dude so i've been wanting to tell you let me tell you what happened to me last night so i get home from work and you know uh, my diet is something I'm not really fine tuned in, right? Like at all. I know you're very strict with what you eat. I just like, I just eat it, dude. Um, the good thing about me though, well, I don't know if it's good is I don't really cook. So pretty much if Lucy makes it, I'm eating it and she has kind of a healthy sense about her. So she makes good stuff for us. But if you know anything about me and I, um, I already know the joke that's about to be made when I say this, but I love meats okay of course you do plural okay I, oh it, it, right and no discrimination on the meat. no dude if it's it, i know what you're doing here okay but i'm talking about hot dogs food. talking about sausages well see it can be any shape it doesn't gotta be <laughs> you know it don't gotta be like a dong but uh so i mean I, cheeseburgers my favorite food right give me some steak give me all this kind of stuff well so Lucy, being that she's healthy conscience, she'll try to slip in like some wheat noodles or something, right? And I can always tell like it's not, you know, it's I'm like something's off here about what you're giving me. And she'll try to sneak them through. She never gets them past the goalie though. So last night I get home and like dinner's like ready. She's making food. She had the day off. She's making food. Elliot's running around. Like what are we eating? It smells good. She made spaghetti and meatballs, right? I'm fired up at this point because I love meatballs. So spaghetti, meatballs, breadsticks, right? There's like broccoli, salad, whatever you want. It's there. Okay. So we sit down to eat. I got my plate in front of me. Elliot's sitting there next to me. He's eating too. And, uh, and I'm so fired up about these meatballs because like if, if I got spaghetti, I need it to be like all meatballs, no noodles. Like I just love meatballs. So, I'm getting ready. I'm like mixing it up, you know, getting ready to go in. And I literally, I'm like looking at her and Elliot and I'm like, Oh, I love meatballs. Like I was so fired up about these meatballs. And when I said that, she kind of like smiled at me and I, you know, I was, I was being funny, but I was fired up. And, um, 
then I took a bite of this first, first meatball, dude. And it like just mushed kind of. <laughs> and I, I instantly, I looked at her and I said, you know, mind you, I love my wife. I said, what the fuck have you done here? And she just started dying laughing, dude. She accidentally bought vegan meatballs. Oh, it was an accident. <laughs> Total accident. She accidentally bought these vegan meatballs and then she was going to make them and she was looking at the calories and it was like way low. The calories are like crazy low. And she's like, how could that be? This is regular meatballs. And she's like, oh crap, they're vegan. So she just made them anyway. And uh, it wasn't the worst thing I ever had, but dude, it was so funny that like, I was so fired up. I just wish you could have seen me. I'm, I'm like legit down over the plate. I'm like, I love meatballs. I'm telling Elliot how good meatballs are. And then I take that bite, boy. Vegan meatballs. He's going to have a complex now. Elliot. That's right. And that's the thing. Like, I'm good if you're vegan. You know, I'm good if you're, you know, I have different views than people. Maybe it's religious views. Maybe it's political views. Maybe it's you're vegan. I'm not. Just don't try to infiltrate me. Is all I'm saying. Don't just get onto my plate without fair warning. So I was, I was pretty fired up about this. It was major letdown, but hey, it was actually the whole dinner ended up still being pretty good. I crushed all the vegan meatballs. I I had no problem putting them down. But Elliot even liked them. So here's what it is. But she snuck one past me there. That's funny. Uh, she she actually put a, a comment on the one of the posts today. Did you see it yet? Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> That, and that's, yeah, that's why she came up with that. She's like, can you imagine Drew just going from keto to total vegan? I'm like, whoa, polar opposites. You might die. For real, my body was like, what are you doing, dude? I've seen you eat steaks like the size of my torso, so there's no way you're just not going to touch meat. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah, meat jokes. Yeah, meat jokes are fun. Anyway, man, look, let's before we get into the hard-hitting topics, we know we got some self-awareness to talk about we alluded to last time. Before we get into that, I want to I talk another current event that I think might have slipped past people in the news. It didn't get like top line, Yahoo, you know, CNN. It should have, but it didn't because of the, you know, the climate, the political climate right now. There's this story that it's just getting overlooked, and I think it's really important people know about. And so I just wanted to shed a little light. You know, last week, um, you know, I'm just going to go ahead and say it. Last week during a concert, Shaggy Tudo from ICP drop kicked Fred Durst on stage. What? I'm not fucking First around. Of all, that's a bold move because you don't you don't drop kick Fred Durst, dude. That dude breaks stuff. <laughs> and you got to have faith that he's gonna break stuff. Oh yeah, it's happening. First of all, I was I got to tell you I was shocked really that they're alive. These guys. First, when I seen this, and I didn't know they were. You heard. Like that's like super nineties, early nineties stuff. Yeah, I didn't know these dudes were still alive. I would tell you I watched the video, Fred Durst is still wearing like the Fubu jersey, jogging pants, red hat kind of combo. Um so not only are they alive, they're doing concerts and Fred Durst is out there performing and Shaggy Two Dope. We I I gotta tell you the balls on this guy, first of all, to do a drop kick in general. <laughs> yeah, right. Like what a move. Yeah, dude. Flying through the air feet first, man. You're going all in. If you don't hit your target, right? Or even if you do and you don't hit with the impact intended, bro, you're vulnerable now. You've given up back position. Yeah. 
Yep. And I guarantee Fred Durst, man, he's going to be rolling on him. Oh, <laughs> might, drop might drop down and roll on him, dude. Yeah, you're right. You're right. And, it and his, it's his way or the highway, dude. <laughs> I can't fuck with Fred. Are you kidding me? And that's right. And uh, you, once you you throw that drop kick, though, right? You you hit him, right? Let's say you gotta you have to land, right? You're gonna fall. You're gonna hit the ground. Depending on how you land, you're down there on the ground like a limp biscuit. Fred Durst, you know, he can elbow drop. He can do whatever at this point, and you're going you're gonna to need help. You're in bad shape. So I, I will, spoiler alert, it was the weakest drop kick I've ever seen. Like Fred Durst is singing, you know, he's like, whatever. Rolling, 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 what? And then you just see Shaggy 2-Dope come out of nowhere and, and drop kick him, and it hits him in the back. So, so Fred Durst didn't even see this full body weight drop kick coming, and it didn't even budge. Just, it was like he got, you know, maybe like bit by a mosquito and he looks back and then all these people jump on Shaggy 2-Dope and get him the hell out of there. And then the real Shaggy was like, it wasn't me. That's exactly right. He was like, I don't want to be this confused in this. <laughs> and then, you know, Fred Durst, he was caught off guard. They had to, you know, he was, he had to stop singing, get him some hot dog flavored water, get back into, <laughs> okay. into the performance. And uh, it was wild, but that, you know, they didn't get a lot of attention, but that's important that, that people know that the nineties is still alive and kicking. He can start chucking uh, chocolate starfishes at him. <laughs> that's right. Which is a butthole. That's what that is. <laughs> so, Try to drop kick his uh, chocolate starfish, man. Yeah. So that's, uh, that's current events with, with the, the guys from mindset to Mike, uh, young, young, jimmy and young andy and we i just felt again that that's that's something that the news overlooked so anyway moving forward right along current current events there's your current event for the day episode 20 current event Mm. (laughs) let's just wait it out dude let's just don't even talk for a little while let people digest it give everyone a moment to reflect on that yeah take it away man let's talk some self-awareness yeah so we touched on that a little bit on the last episode so i know we talked about going in a little more detail you know after we went through the assessment that you had prompted us with from tony robbins which i felt was was pretty good man i still thought about that after we did the episode for a while just to reflect on myself and uh, why i am the way i am i guess yeah so then i i wanted to just get a little bit more facts on actual self-awareness, you know, defining it and, and what, why it matters and, you know, why it's not easy to do and then how can you cultivate it going forward. So when it comes to self-awareness, it's basically uh, one's knowing of internal states, uh, preferences, resources, and like your intuition. So that's basically comparing like your behavior with your internal standards and values. So, Mm. you know, being able to evaluate things both internal and externally, but so when you like, when you act a certain way, most people, so I guess the thing is how do most, most people's actions are kind of, you know, impromptu. It's kind of like built in, it's automatic. And so it just, Let's see, what am I trying to say here? So you, you, you act out of doing something based on an experience that had happened to you in the past. So it's just kind of automatic, you know, 
in the mind yeah. and body. It's like unconscious activity. So yeah, it's like you're, 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 in my mind, I think of it like you're, it's your, your subconscious self-awareness is that this knowing just this again is just how I think of it is like knowing why you act the way you do, why you subconsciously and automatically do the things you do. You know, I get mad when this happens. Well, why do you get mad when that happens and other people don't? What, what makes you that way? And that, you know, the first step, obviously in my mind, and I'm sure you're going to talk about this is, is identifying and realizing that you are a certain way or you act a certain way. And then from there, digging deeper, like ultimate self-awareness is really understanding why you do those things. Yeah, exactly. And why does that matter? I mean, corner, like, so self-awareness is like the cornerstone of emotional intelligence. So if you're not aware of, of why you think the way you think and how, and why you act and why some things trigger you to, you know, reflect emotion a certain way, then, then how can you, you know, cultivate yourself in a, an environment with other people and build those relationships if you're just so quick to, to react a certain way based on emotion? That's really good. People always find themselves, you know, like in the same, the same routine, like, oh, life sucks because like I'm always arguing with people at work, you know, or these things that have just always happened to you. And, and then they don't want to, you know, there's no, and humans in general, I don't want to keep saying they, but you, there's no, you know, uh, it, because it's not easy to reflect on yourself and use that self-awareness. So people just go through the same crap over and over again without taking a step back and being like, well, wait a minute, why is this keep happening to me? What am yeah. I like? What am I doing? I think that's a really good point. Like, why do, why do people even want to care? Or why should they care about self-awareness? I think you, you fucking nailed it there. Yeah. I mean, for the most part, we're, most of our, our, our decisions and our actions are uh, on autopilot, you know? So then it's like, it's something we talked about in the past, on a past episode, reacting versus responding. So when you're self-aware, you're able to act like consciously to something. And then, you know, when you're not, you just basically, you know, you react passively just, you know, and it's like, you can create a lot of conflict that way in relationships. So the more you're able to, to, to take a step back and reel it in and process things, the more open you are to see both sides of the story. You know, you gotta be, you got to get different perspectives on things. Not everything is, is what you think it is internally. You know, there's all these other factors that go in and not everyone has the same experiences as you either. So that's what I found pretty interesting. You know, it's, it's like, so experiences and memories are like totally different. You know what I mean? So you can experience something, but all you have experiences are in the moment. Memories are what is a result of the experience. Right? So, a good example of this would be, say you're like, you're at a wedding and you experience this beautiful moment and maybe something like happens, like the, one of the speeches gets kind of botched, you know, the experience was great overall for the whole wedding, but what do you remember from that? You know, remember the speech, speech or something, right? Yeah. So I thought, I found that pretty interesting as far as most people's perception or, you know, storytelling is not, not not on the experience itself, but rather the memory and the memory can be skewed very easily based on, based on the positivity or negativity of the experience. So it's kind of, so experience and memory only share like 50% of the, 
of what happened there when it comes to telling the story. That's interesting. Uh, How does that tie into self-awareness? So like, um, so being self-aware, so maybe, you know, just recognizing that the the wedding was probably awesome, right? Yeah. Um, Just because you had something negative did happen, but being able to take a step back and realize like, I shouldn't call attention to the, to the negative stuff. I got to be self-aware. Like that is, that was an awesome experience to be a part of, you know, being a part of that, those, that couple's day or whatever. And uh, being able to register that in a positive light and being aware of, of, you know, you, you had the opportunity to experience that. Yeah, that's cool. So, and then you can kind of go into ways like how to cultivate self, self, uh, self-awareness and that's basically just taking moments to reflect on things that happen slowing down and processing things as they come up you know responding not reacting practicing the mindfulness meditation stuff like that journaling is something we talked about is a good practice Uh, listen more you know the more you listen the more you can understand other people's perspectives on things And, and being more open you know just just taking in that there's other avenues or you know, you don't know everyone's history, so why they're acting the way they do. And same thing for you. is like you got to be conscious of – you can probably look back as when you're in discussions or maybe even arguments or – it doesn't even have to be an argument. It can be pretty much anything. And you, you probably notice yourself that you, you're repetitive in a certain things that, you know, you say or do. And it, it's usually based on some type of, you know, a memory or an experience that happened to you previously but you just develop these habits that that aren't always positive they you know they could have a lot of you know bad influence on that relationship but just taking that moment to step back and and consider you know everything around you and why why you think that way what like kind of the practice we did on the last episode you know why why do you feel like you react that way what what triggers that emotion in you you know, try and find that at, at its core and then you can kind of work through it. And then, you know, when you're able to slow things down and not react, you're able to process it and then come up with solutions and, and be mindful of it, I guess. Yeah. I think that one of the keys you used uh, was open. And I think one of the keys to, to getting deeper and more self-aware beyond just the surface level you know, of like, okay, I always get mad at this. Why do I get mad at that? Well, you could, that, that's, that's the first step, but you can go much, much deeper with what you're saying. Like what, what in my life has caused me to react that way. Um, and, but I think the key to getting deeper is, is being open and vulnerable, I guess, to your emotions and to feeling things and experiences, because, you know, you, if you just float through the day, not wanting to feel things, right. You're just like, um, chugging along, right? You're, I'm a man. I, I don't get sad. I don't get this and that. Well, then you're never going to have an opportunity to understand your feelings and how you really feel and what makes you the way you are and why you are that way. So uh, really getting to the core of being self-aware, you have to be vulnerable and, and, and be able to recognize, man, something, somebody said, somebody talked shit to me earlier and like, it made me sad, you know, yeah. rather than being like, yeah, I was pissed off. Well, of course you're pissed off, but like, what else? Well, I, you know, actually I was kind of sad being honest with yourself. And I was kind of sad that so-and-so said that to me. 
and it kind of hurt my feelings. Okay, well, why did that hurt my feelings? Mm-hmm. You know, go deeper, be open, be vulnerable. And, and you can, I think it's like, it's really surprising how deep you can go with that and, and how many loose ends you can tie together when you're, when you are that way, you know, a, a really good example. And I think I've talked about this in the past, but I was thinking about it this morning on the way to work is, um, like when, if I'm like watching the voice or like if somebody's doing something, um, and I, I'm kind of putting it together, but like, I'll watch the voice and I'll like cry. I mean, I won't shed a tear. Like I always say, you know, <laughs> not, it won't drop from my face. I suck it back up into my eye, but, um, <laughs> But I'll, like somebody will just be killing it on the voice, right? And I'll get like choked up or somebody, it's like ninth, bottom of the ninth inning, somebody hits a home run, right? Rajay Davis and the Indians a couple of years ago, yeah. World Series. That like makes me want to cry, stuff like that. I get chills and I, I've, I've been on this journey for a couple of years of figuring out why that is, right? And I used to think, and, uh, and I used to think, well, it's because I'm just a little bitch. Like, why, why am I a little bitch with this kind of stuff? Why am I a cry baby, you know? But in the, the journey to become more self-aware, I've had to acknowledge that, okay, it's a thing that happens, right? I can't hide it. I can't, you know, I would like try to take a drink of my water or act like maybe go to the bathroom. But like, I just need to let it happen, right? And understand why it's happening. And I'm getting to the point where I'm realizing it's, it's I've tried to, I've journaled about it. I've written it down trying to tie these events together. And it, it seems to be when someone is like the ultimate passion about something or like realizing their passion. So like a singer is just balls to the wall, everything they have about what they love. And then, you know, or the baseball player, he's put all this work and effort into it, has this incredible moment. It's just like the, the ultimate outcome of, of passion in something yeah. just gets me all fired up. But if I never, if I never took a step back and wanted to think deeper than, oh, I'm just being a pussy, you know, I would have never realized that. And and now that I know that, now that I'm self-aware in that area, I can go towards those things. You know, I would love to be, I want to do something like this where I can be surrounded by people that are just realizing their passion all the time because it freaks me out. It gets me so fired up. Yeah. And for me, that that, that sort of thing is just like humans are meant to connect with each other you know, and that's, that's finding some level ground, something that, you know, you can, you can equally feel together on a grand scale. It's like, we are put, we are all put here to interact with each other. You know, that's, I think that's what it stems down to is just our basic, like who we are as, as humans to want, you know, other people to succeed. Cause it feels good when you're around people that are succeeding and, and, great things are happening and there's these emotion, deep emotional moments, dude, that's, that stuff feeds like, I mean, it's, that's life. Yeah. It's crazy. It's like, it's a beautiful thing to experience. So that, that's why you, you feel it too. Cause it's like, it just breeds on it on itself. You know, it's, it's a really attractive on both, on both fronts. Yeah. You just got to be open enough to realize, and it goes the other way. And I mean, you're, you're right. It could be, it could be bad if you, you know, why do I get so upset when something happens or, you know, I freak out in traffic or, you know, I just, I can never seem to commit to anything. You know, why my relationships fail because I can't commit. Well, okay. Rather than just being like, you know, surface level, well, I just suck at commitment. And then that is what it is. No, like step back, be open. Why? What did you do? Look in the mirror a little bit. That's self-awareness. And that's, that can be some really, really deep stuff, man. That, and it's so useful. 
Yeah, I like to say like wear wear out the why. Like keep asking why until like you find that there's always something. You know, you may have to go super deep, but at the at like when it's all said and done, to the core, it's like there's something there that's triggering. You know why you feel the way you feel about certain things. You know that's why people generate all these emotions about people they don't even know. Like how can you like where does that come from? You know. Yeah. Back and act, you don't even know that person. So how do you? How are you feeling that way? Have you ever talked? For to sure. Them? You know, no, you haven't probably. Yeah. So there you have it, man. So the more you can be like self-aware, I think like, like it ties into the emotional intelligence. Which, if you were to ask any successful person, you know what what made them, what gained them their most success, or what makes them, you know, higher higher achievers than other. It would probably tell you it's relationship based, you know, being able to form relationships and maintain relationships with other people. That's, that's how anyone gets successful. How are you going to sell a product if you don't have a relationship with your customers or business partners or, you know, anything like that for that matter, you need to have a connection. You need to be able to talk to people and communicate well with other people to build relationships or you're just going to be, you know, but the, the more you're alone, the less you have straight up. And the first step in that is to getting to that point where you can communicate is the self-awareness, understanding you understand yourself and why, why you do and say the things you are, how you feel about things. The more you understand yourself, the more you can understand other people. I think, um, is, is kind of in summary, I think. And, um, and then that emotion, emotional intelligence goes to the roof and, you know, I, I, one of the things that you said, and I, I'm probably repeating myself, but I just think it was really important is the why is it important? That's, I think we covered that really well. And that's what a lot of people don't pay any attention to this and think self-awareness is just whatever it is, what it is, uh, you know, and they keep everything really surface level, but they don't realize the impact it has on your relationship with other people and your ability to be successful. Right. And the studies have shown the more self-aware you are, the more compassionate you are towards yourself and other people, you know, that, which is another critical component to building relationships. So in, in other words, check yourself before you wreck, Woo, wreck yourself, boy. You think Shaggy too dope was self-aware that his dropkick game wasn't on point? No, he had no idea. <laughs> That's why he failed at it. That's why he failed. If he would have, if he would have checked himself before he wrecked himself, he would have been self-aware. He would have known my hops ain't all like that. I don't have power in my trunk. I can't really generate enough power to put Fred Durst down. Fred Durst has gained some weight over the years. So, you know, he would, but, um, self-awareness, man, good stuff. I love it. Um, Drew bringing the heavy hitting stuff to the table, trying to improve your mindset, improve your life. One little last thing I want to touch on before we get out of here is something I was thinking about this morning. Um, and hopefully someone can take this and use it as a little bit of motivation today or this week or whenever, um, whenever they can use it. So I know that there are people, right? There are, there are always people who are going to try to excel at things and try to move up the ladder and try to be like, you know, next up and be successful. There are also people who just, want to go to work and do their job every day and work sucks. It's not going to get any better. I hope we can impact those people the most, but in the event we can't, right? They are who they are. That's what it's going to be. They're not interested in this kind of thing. And I was thinking about what's the, what's the entry 
entryway to impacting those people, the people who just don't give a shit about this kind of stuff. They're going to go to work every day, hate it, go home, collect their paycheck, pay bills. That's it. So how can those people find some kind of enjoyment in life? How can they shift their mindset so they enjoy that, that shitty job and that garbage paycheck? How can they enjoy that? So I was thinking of what makes that, what would make that worthwhile, right? And, and I was thinking through what I've done in the past and just what, you know, what you've done, what other people have done is it all kind of boils down to finding something to be proud of, you know, and, and kind of this came from our conversation about the Tony Robbins thing and with our dads and trying to be impressive and make them proud. There's something in humans that you want to be proud of yourself and you want people to be proud of you. There's no denying that no matter yeah. where you at, where you're at, how much money you have, uh, how little money you have, you want to be proud of yourself for something. You want people to be proud of you. So if you can, you go to that shitty job every day, it's dirty, right? Whatever you hate it. Find something in that job though, that you can be proud of, right? Maybe it's, maybe it's like an assembly line and you can't really, you can't move faster than the person next to you, or you can't, um, you know, you, you're, you're kind of capped in how much you could do. So you can't like have extreme productivity and really show what you show off that you're better than everybody. Well, you can still find pride in doing a good job, right. Or being a good coworker or yeah. anything that so, so that when you leave or throughout the day, you can think about that. And when you leave, you can think, man, I'm Jimmy's a guy looking, looking inside, being self-aware. Jimmy is a guy who really really can be proud of the effort he put forth today. So maybe it did suck, but I busted my ass. And when I leave work, I can think, man, I hate that job. I hate everybody there, but I busted my ass. Nobody can say I didn't. And then you can take that feeling of pride with you. And then it's going to be so much easier to wake up and go do it again the next day. Or yeah. I mean, you can even attach that job to something outside of work. Like because you are working, it gives you the ability to do fill in the blank. Right because I have this job, even though I don't like it, it allows me to leave here and go have the money to do blank or pay for blank or, you know, you yeah. could attach it to something that doesn't have to do with your job at all. You know, specifically, and just another, just another thought because some people probably are really going to struggle trying to find something that they enjoy at work, but it doesn't mm -hmm. have to be necessarily about work. Maybe it's about, you know, what, what that job gives you the ability to do outside of work. Yep, exactly. That's really good. And you don't, you know, enjoy isn't, you're not always going to enjoy work. Even if you're, you're the, the goal setter and the, you know, the big dream guy and you're, you, you love all the stuff we talk about. You do all this kind of stuff, you work on yourself, you, you are successful. There's still a period of, the, of time between setting your goals and achieving them where you got to do a bunch of work that you're not necessarily going to enjoy. So the key to bring this in for a landing is, if you can't enjoy doing it, find a way to be proud of what you're doing. And, and, um, and, uh, and young, uh, young Andy Castle had a, had a quote I, I heard him say, where he said, make the moment motivation, make that moment motivate. Ooh, I love that. That was heavy boy. Motivate the moment. That hit me in the soul. <laughs> so bones. round this bad boy out for you guys. Episode 20 in the books. We talked about, um, Lucy gave me some bullshit vegan meatballs. Um, most importantly, Shaggy Two Dope dropkick Fred Durst. Ain't no one dropkicking Fred Durst. Uh uh. And effectively. Not a, exactly, not effectively. He'll come back with an air raid on you. 
that was a song i think uh anyway we talked about self and self-awareness again why it's important why it matters how you can get it dig a little deeper be open um that's really really impactful stuff i encourage everybody that if if you're not really into the self-awareness game um listen to our last episode a little bit and then go do some research on your own tony robbins is really good uh has really good content out there about it and you can find a lot of stuff there's a reason why you think and act the way you do so the more you're able to figure that out, the more you can control it and grow. Yep. Hell yeah. And then, uh, find something to be proud of. You don't got to enjoy your work, but you can be proud of it and that use that as, as motivation. And then, uh, that's it, man. That's going to round it out for today. You got any, do you got any, uh, quotes or anything you want to drop on them? I don't have any new ones right now. I got one. Hit me. This is from book the book I'm reading. We'll do a book update on the next one. Meditations, Marcus Aurelius. And uh, I felt this one good this morning. So here's what he, here's what he says. Every moment, think steadily as a Roman and a man to do what thou haste in hand with perfect and simple dignity and feeling of affection and freedom and justice and to give thyself relief from all other thoughts. So... I read that and, you know, he's saying basically whatever is at hand, whatever task is at hand, do it with dignity, do it, care about doing it right and do it the right way. But more importantly, the back end of that is what I felt the most where he said, give thyself relief from all other thoughts. You know, you, as people, we have, have a tendency to, um, you know, put a lot of thoughts into things that haven't happened yet or things that don't matter. Right. And get ourselves worked up and, and, um, about stuff that, that may never happen or don't matter or aren't important. And you know, what he's saying is focus on the task at hand and don't bother yourself. Don't trouble yourself with, uh, with thoughts that, that don't matter or that are going to distract you. Um, I, I just thought that was, I've never heard anybody put it with relief from other thoughts. You know, you don't, when you have thoughts about stuff, you don't think that like you're burdening yourself and you need relief from it, but you really are, you, you can be. So give yourself relief from all those negative thoughts. Give yourself a fucking break. Yeah. I like yeah. That. That's a good one, man. So that's it. Episode 20 in the books. Um, stay tuned. Keep messing with us on the internet, checking us out, hitting us up. Uh, join the Grow Your Brain group on Facebook. We got we'll promote that a little bit. We're sharing links and articles and some interesting stuff we come across throughout every day. That's not necessarily going to make it to the podcast. We're sharing these tools and stuff in that group. It's a private group. We will accept you if you request it. So hit us up on there. Obviously, keep hitting us up on all the other social medias. Follow us on YouTube. Subscribe. Watch our pretty faces when we do this talking. And until next time, grow your brain a little bit. That's it. Stay productive and get shit done.